0: This is a podcast about Vancouver, our community, our culture, our quirks, and all the colors that combine to make our city of glass. My name's Moamir, and I'll be your host. This is Van Color. is it, so you it. This is Van Color. <laughs> Entrepreneurship in this city is thriving, and it's thriving among young people. It seems that increasingly more and more people are striking out on their own to go into business for themselves, disrupting sectors traditionally held by mammoth corporations, including technology and media. However, with all the opportunities out there, there are a lot of challenges that come with doing business in this city, including fierce competition from other like-minded entrepreneurs. The health, wellness, and fitness sector is no different. Studios come and go, battling to quickly grow their communities, entrench their market position, and expand their operations organically. In a health-conscious city like Vancouver, entrepreneurs are sharpening their strategies to obtain, sustain, and gain followers to their sweaty, sweaty communities. Today on This is Van Culler, I'm joined by the founder of Legree West, the only provider of the Legree fitness method in our city across its three studios in Gastown, North Vancouver, and most recently, Kitsilano. In the three years since she's opened up shop, she's quite literally flourished off the sweat of Vancouver's health and wellness community, particularly those fitness freaks looking for the biggest and baddest workout challenges. However, don't be intimidated because she elevates her community and supports everyone that walks through her doors, including me, as I'm proud to say that I've achieved my Legree legend status earlier this year. And yes, that's a thing. I'm so happy to have her in studio, bonafide boss babe, Barbie Bent. Barbie, how are you?
1: Hi, Mo. I'm great. So happy to be here. Uh, I'm really honored to be on this podcast today.
0: I'm uh, happy to have you on. Um, to be honest, I've had an on and off relationship with Legree. I really get into it for a few months, and then I kind of lose track, and then I come back, um, but i've I've had classes with you and i've I've been in the studio, and I love it. I think it's the best workout you can get, probably in the city, like on par with the Grouse grind, I think.
1: <laughs> it's so funny when I was driving here, I actually thought uh, how to describe Legree. And I think really, people that love the Grouse grind do love Legree. It just has that same love, hate. Feeling of when you're doing it, you hate it every second, and then <laughs> oh yeah, I hate my life. the glass <laughs> or the grind, and you get to the top, and you get sort of that amnesia where you're like, "That was the best thing ever." Yeah,
0: yeah, you totally forget what just happened. It's awesome. um For someone who's not familiar with what we're talking about, can you explain to us what is legree?
1: Absolutely. Uh, so legree is a high intensity, low impact workout. And that's a really important distinction because it's quite hard to find. Mm-hmm. I think an easy way to think about legree is sort of it borrows a lot from traditional Pilates. Okay. It's very focused on your core strength, which you can feel throughout the workout. You're on a sliding platform. It uses continuous spring tension. Um... But you're moving really really slow and that's where you get that low impact aspect mm-hmm. so the difference between traditional pilates and legree there there are a couple of them but a big difference is it's quite a bit more cardio right. focused and that's where you get the sweaty aspect of the
0: workout. <laughs> for sure and each session as you said it's it, it's 40 minutes right
1: yeah, and we say on our website, trust us, it's plenty, <laughs> uh, which it, it absolutely is. Um, we have one or two classes on our schedule that are 50, and every time I go, I'm kind of like, oh, shit, why did I <laughs> why did I pick this one? <laughs> that
0: extra 10 minutes, you can really feel it, right? Yeah. Um, and this machine, the the megaformer. I mean, it's basically a torture rack. <laughs> it <laughs> <But> looks it... <laughs> sort of like one. It's
1: definitely intimidating looking. Uh, we have a lot of clients that come in for their first class, and and often intimidation is sort of the initial factor. But always after the class, they come in, they're like, "It was harder than I thought, mm-hmm. but way less scary."
0: Yeah, it, it definitely way less scary. And once you get used to the machine, it's actually not that bad. I mean, I'm I'm joking, Absolutely. obviously. Absolutely. Um, but it's yeah it's fine you get it it's very easy to use and even though you think maybe you're gonna fall off you never do (laughs) somehow Uh, but this machine is it's proprietary right like every Legree studio in the world uses this this machine
1: correct so Sebastian Legree is the founder of Legree Fitness and the creator of the Megaformer there are A few different models Mm -hmm. and he's definitely a fitness visionary and still creating. So his most recent model, if you can imagine, not only is what you've tried in our studios, but has an incline as well as a torsional component to it. Really? So it really uh, steps the work out. Have you tried it? I've tried it before, (laughs) yes. It's really intense. The work is actually 25 minutes in that studio.
0: Wow. Okay. (laughs) interesting. Uh, I guess a lot of people might be wondering, you know, who is Legree for? Is it for extreme athletes or because we are talking about a very intense workout?
1: That's a great question that I get asked all the time. And I think the best answer for it is Legree can be for everyone. Mm-hmm. So I love to tell people not to be intimidated when I, when I meet someone new and they ask what they do and they kind of say that that sounds scary. My my answer really is luxury is for everyone. You're on your own machine. So that's something that's quite unique with the workout. Right. And what that means is you really can modify the exercise to suit your ability. Mm-hmm. I like to say that you're shooting for the same end goal. So everybody is working towards their effective intensity or their threshold of intensity right so you should feel sort of that same burning sensation regardless of what fitness level that you're at right but you might be doing a totally different exercise than the person beside you and how I explain it is really my grandma who's actually quite strong so maybe she's not the best example but my grandma could be beside Lance Armstrong and they are both thriving in a class, but she's doing some modifications that
0: he isn't. Obviously. I, w- I would mm-hmm. hope so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. She
1: can hold a plank for quite a while. Yeah? So.
0: Did, she, did she come into <laughs> so the studio? Trick.
1: She lives in Ontario. Okay. She's yeah. never tried she's, it yet? She hasn't been.
0: Yeah. Okay. That would be, be interesting. I'd yeah. want to see that. <laughs> what uh, what specifically, in terms of muscle capacities, are you building in this workout?
1: So there's definitely a strong emphasis on core and Mm -hmm. deep core work. Uh, It's not just your rectus abdominis, something you might traditionally work with. Your sit-ups, you're working sort of in all different planes of motion. Mm -hmm. Um, There's also a strong focus on your smaller stabilizing muscles. That's probably something that you notice, especially each time you come in where you've had a little bit of a break. Yeah. Um, I find a lot of other workouts don't hit. Those smaller stabilizing muscles and those are things that you might, um, the areas where I went the next day in Legree, you can certainly feel them. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it works your flexibility. So you're definitely lengthening your muscles in Legree, which is another great aspect of the workout.
0: For sure. Yeah. I mean, I noticed for myself, uh, I'm I'm a daily yogi, so (laughs) I, I go every day. But then when I get into Lagree, I usually do it once a week. And I find that my yoga practice is quite a lot stronger. I feel like I just have a little more endurance. I can maybe double up my power yoga with a hot yoga afterwards. Like I just feel a lot stronger and I would say a lot more flexible in a lot of ways as well. So I can speak to that, that once a week it made a big difference for me.
1: Yeah, I love to hear that comment. And I think... It's definitely something that we hear often. I mean, your core is your center for everything. Mm -hmm. So if you strengthen your core, that's going to flow through into so many other activities. For sure. That you do.
0: How is your community, aside from myself, using Legree? Like, is it a primary workout for most people? Or is it a once a week they're sort of supplementing their other fitness interests or pursuits with Legree?
1: I think we have a couple of different types of users. So you Mm -hmm. would be a great example of one type of user who's using it once a week to complement other activities and finding that you're gaining strength Mm -hmm. and um, becoming stronger in those other activities. Uh, we also definitely have a, hardcore users as well that are just obsessed with the method and they come five times a week. And that's, really? Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm not one of those users myself. Um, I'm more of a two to three time user. And I definitely find the benefits flow through in other activities, but I certainly, and I think most people like to mix it up.
0: Yeah, okay, cool. And Legree times can also be an exercise in mental toughness as well. It's almost Legree West's unofficial mantra. You can do anything for 60 seconds. Uh, I know for me personally, like I've always, every time I do Legree, I'm measuring whether or not I break in class. And what I mean by break, I mean I take a five-second break. And most times I do, uh, but, you know, 20% of the time where I don't and I push through and, you know, push it to the end, but don't, you know, put my knees down or anything. It's like, oh, I really I did it, right? And even when I do it, it doesn't I'm not down on myself. But there is something to be said about developing a certain mental toughness in this. what what, what are the mental benefits of Legree into this idea of pushing your body to its limit in a safe environment?
1: Absolutely. That's a really good question. Uh, I love to describe Legree and the way that I look at it. It's almost like coming into a room for 40 minutes and having 40 individual practices of setting small goals and then accomplishing those goals. Mm -hmm. So not only are you having the physical benefits of the workout, you're experiencing this mental thought pattern of repetitively setting a goal, perhaps thinking that you can't do it, and then you know, you hold it for that last 10 seconds and switch into the next move and you get this mental pattern that's like, yes, I, I accomplished that goal. Mm-hmm. And so I think one of the reasons the workout is so addictive is that, and probably similar to the grind as well, we talked about is when you get to the top, you have this feeling of accomplishment that then you go and carry with you for the rest of your day. For sure. And it can filter through into other things that you do that day.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I guess the one of the cool things about legree is, in terms of this mental toughness test or physical toughness test, there's not much of a warm up. Like within five <laughs> minutes, it's like I've sprung a leak and I'm just like pouring sweat all over the machine. Yeah. It gets real intense real quick.
1: I remember my first legree class. I looked up at the clock and I thought I was going to die, and it was two minutes into the class <laughs> that we don't have clocks in our studio for that specific reason.
0: <laughs> right. That, that's a good idea. But again, as you said, this is a low impact workout, so it's not that hard on the joints. Um, there's not a lot of risk of injury, especially because the movements are quite slow and it is very much this controlled environment. So it's cool that there is this workout that is super intense, but also quite safe.
1: Absolutely. And that slowness, uh, there's a few benefits for going slow. Um, but one of them is that it does make the workout more inclusive. So we do have a lot of ex athletes Mm -hmm. that are maybe have been injured in the past, but they're sort of addicted to that higher intensity feeling. Uh, so it can be great in that situation. It can be great for, Um, people that are a little bit older Mm
0: -hmm.
1: as well. Um, But
0: sometimes going slower makes it harder too, right?
1: So that's another benefit of going (sighs) slow is it takes the momentum away. Mm -hmm. Um, So really all the movements that you're doing, you're actually having to use your muscles more fully. Yeah, You don't have that momentum to help you out.
0: Yeah, fair enough. So you, you just touched on this the first time that you did Legree. So when did you discover it and how did you discover it?
1: I did my first legree class in Toronto probably around 2009, mm-hmm. um, and it was just a crazy experience. I remember going in, as I mentioned, super, super intense, Yeah, um, worked my ass off, and <laughs> really struggled through the class. But what what then, was
0: your fitness level like prior to that? What were you doing, or...?
1: been pretty active i've certainly been really active throughout my entire life i used to be a competitive horseback rider oh wow
0: um
1: i did lots of sports uh so i think when i found legree it was just sort of an instant addiction i did do a lot of pilates before finding legree as well so it wasn't too foreign to be on a reformer type machine Mm -hmm. but really that the method of legree just takes it to that next level and so i totally felt like i was leveling up my traditional pilates practice for sure you know then you've got this loud music playing it's a little bit more community oriented Mm -hmm. um it was really just love at first
0: first try and and how did you come across it like you it was it social media was it a friend
1: I can't remember exactly what drew my attention to it. I did, like I said, I had been doing reformer Pilates in the past. Mm-hmm. So maybe so you're in that it. community. Yeah, and, yeah. I, I, I do try like a ton of boutique fitness stuff. Sure. Um, I think, I mean, we have a lot of clients that are kind of using, going to multiple fitness classes on a weekly basis. I totally. mean, definitely would count myself in that camp. But Lagree okay. um, is something that stuck with me.
0: Yeah, for sure. Now I guess what's interesting is that, I mean, you were, you were in finance and then you were studying to be an optometrist, and then you try Legree. So how did you go from trying Legree to deciding like, okay, this is a viable business in Vancouver?
1: Yeah, uh, it does seem like quite a random career path, um, which is something I really like about it, and kind of hope anyone that's listening that has had a, the feeling of not knowing what they want to do, Mm -hmm. I I always feel like, or hope this part of my story might inspire someone. Um, I think I was always kind of confused at what I wanted to do, so I went to business school got a job in finance in 2008 the market crashed that was the year that i graduated so it wasn't the best year yeah to do that to do that role um and really sitting on a desk in that corporate 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 atmosphere it didn't really suit me i found out quite quickly Mm -hmm. um and then i found my way into optometry and it seems like a random switch but there's a lot of things about optometry that sort of fit with my entrepreneurial journey. It's actually quite an entrepreneurial field in in healthcare, but also provided a lot of stability which I think I was craving from the 2008 market. Sure, yeah. Um and then I graduated and was living in England, and when I graduated, I found out that the licensees that own the Toronto Legree Studio that I always went to when I was Mm -hmm. visiting home, they were opening up in London. Uh, They had bought the licensing rights for for London, England. And I remember being really excited and, I don't know, I called them up and I I wanted to help out in some way. Mm -hmm. And when I called them, they were really, really polite. But they sort of said, "You know we have we have a partner already. we don't right. we don't need anyone. Uh, but if it's something that you're interested in, we've had a lot of fun running the business, and maybe you should think about looking into another market. Mm-hmm. And I think that really just planted the seed in my head, And after that, I couldn't really stop thinking about it. <laughs> um, and then how that turned into a Legree West in Vancouver. It was quite random. I I had one friend I'd never been to Vancouver before. Yeah, and I think that's um, the interesting part. So yeah.
0: you're you're from Ontario and not only are you starting a new business, but you're gonna start a new business in a new city.
1: Yeah, it was a bit of a leap of faith for sure. I had one friend that I that I knew that grew up in Vancouver and I gave her a call and I said, Hey, do you think that this business would do good in Vancouver? <laughs> She was like, yeah, there's not really anything like it here. I, I would go to it. And mm-hmm. I mean, I did, pulled out my financial skills, made a, not a great model, but, um, and just kind of took that leap of faith, which I'm happy that I did.
0: Yeah, amazing. What what was it about Vancouver that that gave you inspiration in terms of like, okay, I think this would be a good market for it. What did you identify about Vancouver specifically?
1: I, Vancouver's a, an awesome market to open a boutique fitness studio in. And to be honest, I didn't know how great until I was actually here and opening one. I think mm-hmm. originally I thought, you know, it's health focused. Right. It's somewhere where I want to be. I love the West Coast. Okay. Um, I'm quite active. I love the outdoors. Um, and really more, I was going from a case study of there's 300 degrees studios globally and so i knew that like you kind of can put it in any big city and they seem to be thriving Mm -hmm. that's a hypothesis it certainly didn't have to turn out that way (laughs) um but then i think when i got to vancouver the surprise and the thing that makes vancouver such a great spot to open these studios is the community aspect and there's such a love and respect for local business in Mm -hmm. Vancouver. It's like no city that I've been in before and everyone in Vancouver is so supportive of each other and there truly is really this love of health and fitness that I don't think is unique to Vancouver. I think that it's becoming more and more popular. Um, everywhere but Mm -hmm. in vancouver it certainly exists
0: yeah that's really cool to hear as someone who grew up grew up here uh you know i'm kind of a fish in water but from someone who's looking at from the outside like it's that's really cool to hear that we do have this community feel and yeah it's awesome yeah cool um now the Legree method this is a patented exercise method right and Like you said, there's only about 300 studios worldwide. So to open up your studio, you had to connect with its creator, Sebastian Legree, and get yourself sorted with his company, Legree Fitness, which provides the licensing and certification and all that other stuff. Can you tell me about that process and and what that's like?
1: Absolutely. Um, Sebastian is a genius and has created this amazing method that I'm so excited to be a part of the Legree Fitness family and, and able to provide in Vancouver. And I think one of the things that you touched on is it's a license and not a franchise. Okay. So, and what's the difference? Let's... Yeah, so the difference between a license and a franchise is uh, there's a lot more flexibility in a license. So with... The Legree Fitness license, you're licensing the ability to use the workout and to use the equipment. Essentially, you have to be licensed to be able to use the equipment Mm -hmm. Um, versus a franchise where there's often things where you're licensing the brand and you get a little bit more of a playbook with a franchise um, and sort of how to do things but a lot less flexibility. So you're, you're going to be using the same brand name as other franchise owners right. and sort of, well, you get the rule book, you have to follow the rules. I think mm-hmm. I really loved having a license because it's let me do my own creative process. And I think it's kind of cool when you look at the 300 licensees globally, you can certainly see The owners come out in each of the different studios.
0: Oh, cool. Okay. um, Which is really neat. So has has Sebastian Legree been to each of these studios? He hasn't been to
1: all three of ours, but he came and taught a class. I think last summer he came and taught.
0: Okay, cool. If you think my
1: classes are hard, you can try one of Sebastians.
0: (laughs) Your classes are pretty hard. Yeah. But the crown goes to Janine the Queen. (laughs) She's my favorite. Um you know, she's made me cry a couple times. But <laughs> she's a killer, she's fantastic. Um, but your class, actually, all the teachers are good. To be honest, like um, uh, Marissa, Brooke, just off the top of my head, those are the ones that I usually come to yeah. but. So, I guess the 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 question I have about um, working with Sebastian Legree: Did you have to do any training with him then to be certified as a teacher, or how how does that work?
1: Yeah, so all of our trainers are Legree Fitness certified. So you go through, I did my first training with Sebastian in L.A. Okay, And then for each of our studio openings, we've flown over a master trainer who's come and run that certification for our trainers uh, in Vancouver.
0: And so all the teachers that we just mentioned, including Janine the Queen, they had to go through this certification. Correct, yes. Okay, cool. Uh, I guess there was a uniquely... Vancouver challenge to opening up a Legree studio in this city. Um, you know, obviously there is a great opportunity with a bursting health and wellness community, but I think there's that challenge of real estate and the permitting processes in opening up a commercial space like Legree West. First, you're sort of uh, handicapped in terms of putting a making a studio because you have these proprietary expensive machines that take up a lot of space. So in a studio where you could fit, you know, 30 yoga students, you might only be able to get a dozen machines in. And as everyone knows, real estate is very expensive here, especially in the locations where you are, Gastown, Lower Lonsdale, and Kitsilano. You've also talked about how the city permitting is quite an expensive bottleneck. Can you walk me through the challenges of setting up a retail fitness studio in this city?
1: Sure, yeah, I think finding a space is definitely high up on the list of challenges when you're considering opening up a studio in Vancouver. You certainly touched on some of the aspects that we are always dealing with, um, which is high real estate value, so spaces are expensive. Legree is a unique business model because we are so limited with capacity because Mm -hmm. the machines do take up a big footprint. The flip side of that is on the consumer side, having a small capacity is actually an advantage because our users get more of a one-on-one mm-hmm. type session. Um, but from the business side, you are limited in terms of the amount of people that you're having per class. Sure. Um, permitting is <laughs> was an unexpected issue. When I first moved to Vancouver, I moved here in November and I remember thinking Oh, yeah, I'll probably find a space by December and be open by January. Yeah. That's definitely not how commercial real estate works, no. <laughs> especially in Vancouver. Uh, the process can be quite slow. I think no one even really knows what they're doing. So it's different every time.
0: <laughs> well, because each case is unique. And I think you have a particularly unique case in terms of what you're looking for, right?
1: I think each case is unique, and each city employee is unique. so fair enough. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you can go in with a set of plans and it might be approved, and then a week later, someone else looks at it and and then you have to make changes, yeah, to make it work. Well, what, so, what sort of
0: things were coming up because like it it just from the outside, it looks like a pretty simple setup, right? Like it doesn't look like it's anything, yeah, complicated. I, You're not running a kitchen in there.
1: For sure. I think occupancy with fitness studios is always an issue. So once you get over a certain amount of square footage, mm-hmm. you sometimes have to start making changes to the spaces that you're finding. Um, so things like fire alarms and sprinklers and right. and, um, and accessibility, all those things start to come into play.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I think also just timing so the city i mean it's a six-month process essentially right now for and so so one of the big issues really is kind of balancing the landlord and the lease who is trying to push you into starting that lease as soon as possible and Mm -hmm. as you mentioned it's, it's already hard to find the space so you find a great space and you're excited about it um you don't want to lose the space, but then you also have this huge time lag in the city. So what I see a lot of the time in Vancouver is these small businesses that are at risk of going out of business before they have even Mm -hmm. opened their doors because now they're losing their free rent period. They're, they're already starting to pay and they haven't even finished their build out because the permitting process takes so
0: long. Yeah. Yeah. uh, You know, in my day job, we dabble a little bit with commercial real estate, and it's the same story. It's just the permitting process takes a while, so even before you can break ground on the space or and make it your own, you're just kind of waiting around, and that's idle time that's that's being lost. And and a lot of these things don't seem like they're overly complicated to make an office space or to make a fitness studio space, right? They, mm-hmm. They've done it a million times, but you're right; it's it can be quite. Um, nerve-wracking as well <laughs> especially when you do want to get your business off the ground and,
1: and yeah, start building yeah absolutely
0: it. <clears throat> did uh did it get any easier by the time you opened up your studio in kits
1: it does and it doesn't so for sure there are a lot of elements that get easier sourcing things I have a list that I can go through and sort of bang off um we have the people that we 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 have contractors that we've worked with before. Right. You know, where we're going to get our lockers, that sort of thing. However, each space is quite unique. And we really try to kind of incorporate elements of the neighborhood into our spaces. So there's a different feel that you get when you go into the Gas Town space than when you go into the Lonsdale space. And so in that respect, there always are some things that you might not have expected that that crop up, uh, as well as different people that you're working with at the city. So there might be different requirements. Um, so yeah, it's certainly it's gotten a lot easier. I think another thing that really helps that's totally different than the first one is you just have different expectations. So mm-hmm. I will not sign a lease without giving myself ample amount of time. Mm. I would rather let a space go then be stressed about having to lose my fixturing period, lose um, that extra time because we're not going to get our permanent time. So
0: right, yeah, interesting. Uh, you you touched on this idea of the three spaces being slightly different in their mm-hmm. in their feel and incorporating to according to that space. Can can you go into that a little bit? What are the what is each space like?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think I'm really happy that we opened our first studio in Gastown because I think. I mean, Gastown's a little bit more urban, a little bit more gritty, Mm -hmm. and I really think that sort of helped infuse our brand and, and what it feels like as a brand and sort of who we are. Um, things that kind of make it feel like that are that it's underground. So you walk down these stairs and then you think you're going into this basement space, but it actually opens up into an alley and you can see a bunch of graffiti. You're going to the Fight Club layer, Totally, yeah. (laughs) Um, Lonsdale, it's much more airy and Mm -hmm. open. There's a big, um like wooden bench mm-hmm. that kind of symbolizes North Vancouver and being a little bit closer to the forest and nature. Sure. Um, Quetzalano, again, we tried to kind of make it feel more airy and light to to suit that area.
0: Mm-hmm. Cool. Well, fitness studios come and go in this city, but Legree West has gradually expanded, as you just mentioned, opening your third location this year. In a city populated with fitness studios and different fitness communities, what makes your community unique? And how do you and LaGree West stay competitive in a market and cultivate a growing fitness community?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, the thing that makes communities unique are the individuals that are part of the community and how they interact together at your space, Mm -hmm. we have so many phenomenal people that come to our studios and I think they come for some of the things that we, we mentioned, which is really that they're hardcore. They wanna come in, they wanna be efficient. They want to feel like they're challenging themselves and, and digging deep and overcoming that challenge and then mm-hmm. taking that stoke and bringing it with them into like their everyday.
0: Yeah. I see um.
1: That. So I think that that is definitely the type of person that's in our community.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. What I think helps keep Legree relevant, definitely, a lot of it has to do with the product and the workout itself. It's a unique patented machine so you don't find it anywhere else in the city Mm -hmm. and at the end of the day it's super results oriented. It's effective. It's super efficient. um, You're really hitting a lot of areas in a short amount of time.
0: Mm -hmm. I think that's the, the biggest thing. It is effective and when you get into it you do start to feel differences quite quickly. Like I would say if you give it a month, you do start to feel quite, quite a lot stronger in a lot of areas, particularly core, obviously, but even legs and. It's uh, pretty crazy. Yeah, yeah, I would
1: say after two to three sessions, you can certainly feel a difference. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's awesome.
0: It's, it's um, like I sort of mentioned at the start of the show, it's an interesting competitive environment because you, the fitness in general here in the city, because you sort of have this environment where there's a lot of big fitness players. And there's some small ones like all kind of competing against each other. And I guess the worry is that, you know, the city's gonna be this place where there's only these big box fitness studios. And there's no, I have nothing against those studios, but you do, sometimes it's nice to have some little ones that offer unique value propositions as well.
1: For sure. Yeah. I see Vancouver as really having a thriving boutique fitness market. Mm -hmm. Um, That's quite collaborative. I know that we, have a lot of boutique fitness friends out there and i think we share a lot of clients with other boutique studios Mm -hmm. which i think is a great thing i think people get to meet more people and grow their communities that way i think from a cross-training perspective it's really healthy to be doing multiple activities i don't think doing just one thing is the best Sure. Best health choice. Yeah. Um, so. and, and
0: you've aligned yourself with a lot of powerful brands in this city, including Lululemon, um, and forging these symbiotic relationships with other members of Vancouver's fitness industry. And collaboration does seem to be such a powerful tool. Although I think that a lot of people get it wrong. Like they look at collaboration as this transaction of like, what can you do for me when it's really two people saying to each other what what can i do for you right and in creating that synergy to use a trite business term <laughs> that's when it really works can you tell me a little bit about these um uh, these collaborations that you've had uh, currently or in the past and and what they've meant for your brand
1: definitely i totally agree um with what you're bringing up and i think the best way to look at collaboration is certainly asking yourself what can you do for the people in your community and these other brands um we've done a lot of collaborations with other fitness studios uh definitely one of note is with all city athletics Mm -hmm. so we actually ran for a long time on our schedule a class called mega box and one of the founders of all city anna ferrant would teach the class with me and it was a Combo class of legree and boxing. Really, okay. It was, it was pretty intense. Was, <laughs> we, we took I it bet. off our schedule because we. Which were both, goes first, legree? Ah, uh, you you do both. So there's two groups, and so one group does boxing and the other group does Legree and then wow. you swap off. It's pretty sweaty.
0: Yeah, I bet.
1: <laughs> yeah. But that's a great example of, you know, not only are you combining two different workouts, so you're really upping the cardio, which Legree has cardio, but I wouldn't call it a cardio focused sure. workout. Um and then you're getting that core strengthening element from Legree. Mm-hmm. And then aside from that you're melding two communities together. So you're meeting more people really really fun yeah um, I think that's a good example of collaboration in the fitness community
0: for sure yeah and as you as you sort of said like a lot of these people are doing different fitness activities throughout the week so it makes business sense for you that you would want to align with the other places that they're going right totally um, from your experience let's let's talk about some of the people that have been doing Legree or going to Legree Legree West I know you're not teaching as much as you used to but what are some of the transformative effects that you've seen of some of your members at LaGree West?
1: I think there's a lot. I think in general, you are definitely building strength and self-confidence. We've talked a lot about that mental component mm-hmm. throughout this chat. So I think that's a huge transformative property of legree west where you're coming in and sort of digging into these depths that you didn't really know that you had Mm -hmm. and then taking that with you um to accomplish other tasks throughout your life um we've also had a couple tearjerker stories for sure and more rehabilitative stories um one that comes to mind is a client he um had a spinal injury and he was about to get surgery and his doctor said gave him the green light to try something like pilates and he had a relationship with one of our trainers and so she did privates with him for six months um and he ended up being symptom free at the end of the six months now he does a monthly unlimited group classes before that he wasn't able to um bend down and pick up his children so he wrote this big long email and told us all about how the impact that this workout has had on his life and there's it was it was really incredible um and he
0: didn't have to do that surgery
1: no he didn't end up having to get surgery so it was just strengthening his core and yeah
0: wow that's pretty amazing that's a great story (laughs) it was was definitely
1: heartwarming and it was really inspiring and made me feel really thankful for what i got to do for sure
0: for sure cool. Um, on, on the topic of sort of maybe deeper meanings or, or why we do this, um, a few weeks ago, we had the president of why yoga, Carrie Dillon on the show. And I asked her this question. I want to pitch it to you as well. We talked about yoga and other specialized fitness communities like CrossFit. And I would put Legree in this category as well, being the new church. And when I say that, I mean that, you know, when you go to these fitness communities, people are dressed somewhat similarly. So there's like this unspoken dress code. You can have month-long challenges. Legree West has its own month challenge as well, which sort of mirror like month-long religious observances. People bring in their friends and family to try it. They often talk about it, maybe to the annoyance of others as well, but they, you know, they like to talk about it. There's community building, and then there's also, I think, at the core of it is just the sense of discipline. And if you want to get the benefits of both community and the benefits uh, of the mental or physical aspect, you have to be disciplined and show up. Do you think these specialized fitness communities are becoming the new church?
1: Well, I grew up going to Catholic church, and I can certainly so say can that, talk on this issue, uh, that my Sunday ride class is more fun than Sunday mass. <laughs> um, but I, I do see the similarities that you're bringing in, and I, and I certainly think, I think more to, than church, I hear a, a lot of, like, working out as the new sweat working um, or rather than networking right. type thing. I think people are just health and wellness is is on the rise and people in general want to feel good and feeling good is no longer going to the gym a few times a week it doesn't hit that it's a holistic approach that is needed and people are mm-hmm. really cottoning on to that so i do think that people are also i think the benefits that technology is bringing there's also sort of that dark side of technology where You can feel, even though you're more connected than ever, disconnected. So Mm -hmm. I do feel like, you know, these boutique studios are offering the perfect sort of place to go and and can can connect with others and work on that holistic approach to your health.
0: Yeah, and I think you just said that perfectly. It's a holistic approach. So it's not just a physical workout. It's, okay, this is also my social time. And I know I've certainly done that in, in my fitness activities where it's like, it's kind of my social time with a few of my fitness friends where we go work out and then we go grab a smoothie or go grab lunch afterwards. And it becomes this, this whole thing together, right? It's not just, um, we're working out. We're not talking to anyone or anything like that. What is, what is your overall vision for Legree West? You've talked a lot about collaboration. You've talked a lot about community. We've talked about some transformative effects for people. What's, what's driving you? What's your, what's your mission here?
1: yeah I think you know a big part of our, our vision is really to help people dig deeper within themselves and unlock that potential mm-hmm. um, so that they can take that that feeling and go out and and start doing things in their everyday life. so that's a big thing that we talk a lot a lot with our team um, and the way that they sort of teach their classes and try and inspire our clients Mm -hmm. throughout. And I think my vision is just to share that feeling with as many people as I can and help people feel good.
0: Totally. Yeah, that's cool. Well, let's talk about sharing that with as many people as you can. Obviously, when you brought Legree to Vancouver, you also had to find a squad of Legree teachers in Vancouver. But Legree never existed in Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> so, how did you go about searching for these instructors that presumably had never tried Legree and you know using that mission to to get them in or get them involved?
1: Yeah, it's a great question. I definitely had to put my selling hat on. Um, and and you
0: were in a new city, I should add, as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: I also, like, uh, one of our instructors, Arielle, she's a master trainer with us. She's been just one of our oldest instructors. She's been with us since day one. I actually found her on Facebook, and I saw that she had one common connection with me, so I messaged that girl and was like, hey, how do you... You know, (laughs) Ariel.
0: You just slid in those DMs. Yeah, I slid in those
1: DMs. We always laugh about it now because she's like, it was pretty creepy. But she decided to meet with me at this coffee shop. And I just told her all the reasons why I love the workout. And you really have to try this. It's super unique. Mm -hmm. And similar to, I think, the experience that a lot of people have once they try the workout is she's got addicted from day one. and yeah. And that's how we got a lot of it's been really easy now to, to find instructors, or not sure. really easy, but a easier. lot easier. Um, but for sure when we first started out, it was quite difficult.
0: Were you were you looking into that Pilates community? I was just or? taking
1: a ton of fitness classes. So my approach was really I I started working as well. I got a job as an educator at Lululemon West Forth. Okay. Yeah. Um, the summer before we started our first build out. Okay which was an amazing way to meet new people in the city. I didn't know that many people at the time. So that was sort of my main goal with that. But then it it helped me to tap into that Vancouver fitness market and um, meet instructors that way as well.
0: For sure, yeah. Just
1: like doing things like that.
0: Totally. Well, I think you've put together a great team. Like I said, I've never had a bad class or I've never had a class where I thought someone was, you know, half-assing it. Um, Everyone's very involved. And as you said, because... There's only a few people in class. You do feel like you are getting attention and and form is quite important because the more you refine your form, the deeper the workout actually gets.
1: Absolutely. You're definitely sticklers for alignment.
0: <laughs> this podcast is all about amazing people who add color to the city. And you certainly fit that bill in my mind. I think it's awesome what you've done your whole journey. But funnily enough, on the subject of color, Legree West's aesthetic is very minimal. Um, you know, when you look at your studio's marketing, it's all black and white. What does that symbolize for you and your brand? Because you, you're, and you, you stay quite consistent with it throughout your social media and other, even in your studios. It does have obviously there's color, but it's quite a black and white feel.
1: For sure, uh, I think. It really comes down to sort of what we touched on before about the owner coming out a little bit in mm-hmm. all these different brands. If you look at the big licensee in New York, it's called SLT. She's got this turquoise marketing. And okay. I've listened to interviews with her, and I feel like that's very much sort of her personal preference in that creative license coming through. Mm-hmm. I think the black and white comes from a few things, one of which is... It's actually just a lot easier to maintain, so that's kind of
0: a, a, <laughs> a practical purpose, yeah. yeah. a practical
1: <laughs> purpose. Um, but I think, personally, I really admire a minimal design. Mm-hmm. I do believe often that simplicity is key, less is more. Mm-hmm. Um, I really admire brands like Reigning Champ, which is, I find quite inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of that kind of played into our branding when we were creating it.
0: Mm-hmm. And less is more is is sort of it. I mean, it summarizes the workout in a lot of ways. Like there are subtle movements, or again, slow movements, or or things that you look you look at it and you're like, that's probably not that hard. But when you're on the platform and you're in it, it's For sure. it's real hard. And sometimes, like we touched on, going slower or making the movements even more subtle to completely move uh, remove momentum increases the intensity of that workout so much more <laughs> yeah um now i i'm when i go into studio i'm usually the only guy there and this is north fan so i don't know how it is in the other studios uh occasionally there'll be a couple other guys there and it, it's cool and it's good to see do you find that men are trying legree a little more or they're they're getting more into it i know you i i I've seen you had a marketing campaign and you've maybe even had some classes that were geared towards men as well.
1: Yeah, we're always looking to upper male community. I definitely think that it's probably 80-20, which might be a bit generous, but also... I think with there's 80% female, guys, you better get in there. It's a great <laughs> great place to meet more women. Um, if only I looked flattering on that machine,
0: it would be great. But I, I feel like I look terrible when I'm doing my workout. Yeah,
1: I, I think it's a shame because it's such a great workout for Absolutely. men. I think if anything, guys actually can benefit from it more than women can. Mm-hmm. The men that I see come in do typically – they don't focus as much on core strength. So typically they're a little bit weaker in that area Mm -hmm. than our female clientele. Um, Flexibility also um, is something that men could tend to improve on. And I find that Legree is actually quite a a good mix of flexibility. It's sort of not as intense as yoga Mm -hmm. in terms of that flexibility, but you're still strengthening that area. Exactly. Which makes it a really great, exercise for men that might not be so super flexible mm-hmm. um but i think that there's other reasons i think men are more likely to go and hit a set of weights in a gym rather than join a boutique fitness class mm-hmm. so again coming back to that collaboration piece i think it's something that a lot of boutique studios are working on and hopefully we can think of some fun events to to up the the men coming to the studio for together. For sure,
0: yeah. Your uh, your partner has been doing Le Gris as well, Yeah, right?
1: he comes. Legree. Yeah. <laughs> not he hasn't come lately. But uh, I think it's one of those things. He was coming quite religiously for a while, and then it's one of those exercises that when you stop, you sort of are scared to come back because you know what it's gonna feel like the first. Yeah, few I times. think. I
0: mean, I, I'm I've just got over the hump of a small injury and. I I feel that. Like I'm just like, okay, I got to get mentally ready for yeah. it. I got to make sure I have a good night's sleep before and then I'm going to I'm going to hit it hard. But hopefully I'll be I'll be back soon. What's next for Lagree West? What's on the horizon?
1: The most immediate thing is that we are opening our fourth studio really? on Main Street. Okay. Um probably you never know with permits and such. <laughs> uh, but we're looking at January 1 as the opening date for that.
0: Awesome. Mm-hmm. That's so cool. Okay, nice. Um, just wrapping up here, how do people find LaGree West? What's the what's the social media stuff? What social media for?
1: stuff, you can find Legree West on Instagram, at LaGree West, or website www.legreewest.com. Those are the best channels to find us.
0: Cool. For for someone who hasn't tried Legree or even maybe tried Pilates, what would be your recommendation to them if they want to come in and try?
1: I think just sign up for any class. So all of our classes are designed to suit the beginner all the way up to the advanced. So you mm-hmm. don't have to worry what class you're signing up for. Don't be intimidated or scared. It looks a lot more scary than it actually
0: is, Totally. Um,
1: everyone everyone can do the workout. It's super accessible and it's a lot of fun.
0: Yeah, totally, cool. Well, for anyone looking for a fitness challenge or if you're looking to level up your glutes or core or legs, I would definitely recommend checking out Legree West. And uh, again, I have to give her another shout out. I, I would recommend Janine <laughs> the Queen's class. It's probably the best workout in the city. I'll vouch for it. It's pretty great. But Barbie, this was a lot of fun. Thank you so much for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: It was great. You're doing great work. Keep it up. Ladies and gentlemen, the founder of Legree West, who will kick your tail in studio and have you thanking her for it, the ferocious Barbie Bent. And I'm Mo Amir telling you that in a city where you can be anything, be colorful. Peace.